Pop in the lid on all things real estate with Tina Miller Light and Sherry Ann Houser Bush. Your place to pop in and learn all about the home buying and selling process in a fun and lighthearted manner. Happy Thirsty Thursday, everybody. It's Sherry Enhouser Bush and Tina Miller Light. And today we're going to be talking about FHA appraisals, which stands for the Federal Housing Administration. And the inspections that an appraiser must perform in order for the loan to be validated. So before we get started though, I want to tell you a joke. It's my turn for the joke today. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. So this is a mortgage joke. Okay. If you ever feel like no one cares if you miss a mortgage, wait a minute, I screwed up. Do we need to start, start this start podcast over? <laughs> no, let me start the joke over. Okay. <laughs> if you ever feel like no one cares, miss a mortgage payment. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, they'll care, all right. That's right. Have you heard about diarrhea? Diarrhea. Yes. That wasn't the right answer. You're supposed to say no or what? Well, everyone's heard of diarrhea. It runs in your genes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'll promise you we're not drunk. <laughs> we're just a little drunk on real estate today. Yes, this is the second podcast we've recorded today, so we're a little loopy. <laughs> so, anyway. so let's get on with our um, discussing our inspections for FHA appraisals. This also, um, from what we've been informed, is valid for any VA Veterans Affairs appraisals as well. All right, and so FHA, VA appraisal checklists are gonna be used by the appraisers to assess the value and condition of the property. <laughs> Tina's rocking back and forth. I don't know what she's doing. So <laughs> I'm trying to encourage you. Oh my God. It's gonna Sounds ass- good. It's gonna <laughs> assess the value and condition of the property that's being considered for a loan by either uh, FHA loan or veterans loan. Have I told you how awesome I think your headband looks today? We're off the rails. I think we've had too much peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Okay, so what are some of the items that the appraiser is going to be looking for, Sherry, when they come in to do an FHA inspection? Well, I'm going to tell you the one thing that I always look for um, when I go on my listing appointment. First things I do is I look for the... Hot water heater to be double strapped, and and they look for, and that's a California thing. I don't know that that's required in other places, but for our purposes, we're in California. So look for the hot water heater to be double strapped. Make sure the smoke detectors are in place and the carbon monoxide detector is in place. Now, do you think they test those? Um, they're supposed to, right? They're supposed to. I've like what? push them, make sure that they're there's a battery in them. Yeah, I've seen appraisers do it, and I've seen appraisers not do it. Yeah, okay, as long as they're present. Right, but usually your home inspection's done before your appraisal's done, and I know the home inspectors always check those. Yeah. So they should be in working condition before the appraiser gets there, because when you're doing your home inspection, if the 
home inspector says, oh, this is not working, then you tell the listing agent and the seller will take care of it before that appraisal happens, or at least they should. (laughs) They better. Well, that's that's our job as realtors, working with our sellers, preparing their properties for sale is to go through the home and identify some of those things that we know more than likely will be called out from an appraiser. And so we give our sellers the opportunity to fix those in advance. So let's go through the list here. And by the way, this list was provided by a lender who received this list by an appraiser. So we're pretty confident that these, this is the actual list that FHA and VA appraisers go by. So the first one being that the property has to be free of hazards and conditions that pose a risk to health and safety and or adversely affect the structural soundness and use of the home. So items being um, what would affect the health, health and safety items that we typically look for or an appraiser would be looking for. I'll tell you, I went into one once and the doors were boarded, like some of the doors were boarded up. The toilet was missing. There was like a hole in the ground from Mm -hmm. where the toilet was. There were broken windows. That's obviously going to be some health and safety kind of issues. Um, They're looking for, like I said, they don't want broken glass. Somebody can cut themselves on that. Things like that are gonna be health and safety issues, termites have to have a working stove. Mm-hmm. So you can't have any exposed wires. Um, wires, yeah. Okay. What's next on our list? Septic system, if there's one present, has to be functional. Right, so most homes probably are on like a city, city, whatever city they're located in, they're septic. Um, unless you've got county or mountain or foothill properties then they're going to have their own septic system so they want to make sure that those septic systems are tested and i believe they require sometimes to see those inspection results to make sure that it is a sound and quality septic system because if it's not more than likely they're going to require that to be um, addressed before they'll loan the funds. And I've had a couple situations where that has come up. So um, septic system must be functional. And then also the property must be free of any soil contaminants. So that's gonna be soil pollution, land pollution, um, as part of land degradation. It's caused by the presence of xenobiotic chemicals or other alterations in the natural soil environment. And yes, I did Google that. But you know what, I don't really ever see an appraiser taking soil samples, do you? Maybe it depends on the property. Yeah, or maybe location. if they see like phys- like physically see that there might be an issue with contamination, maybe then it is addressed at that point. But typically we don't see them taking samples of, you know, the common single family home. Well, it says it's typically caused by industrial activity, agricultural chemicals, or improper disposal of waste. So it sounds like this is gonna be more kind of commercial ag kind of uh-huh. Properties, or if it's located within a certain 
uh, area. Maybe there's industrial yeah. type of companies or um, recycle. Yeah. But they show up on your NHD as well. It'll tell you if you're within a mile, two miles of some of these things. Right. So the appraiser has to take that into consideration, the location. Right. So anyway, neither of us have ever seen it happen. So we don't really have a whole lot of information about that. And then the other one is no underground storage tanks. So, you know, if, if for any reason anyone's dug down and put any kind of storage tanks underneath the surface... You're not allowed to have those um, as far as having with an FHA or VA appraisal loan. So they, those would have to be removed. So no storing dead bodies in a storage tank under your house. Exactly. Or maybe, you know, there, there was the previous owner was building a um, shelter, you know, a bomb shelter mm-hmm. or a... Meth lab? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> So we got to make sure that those are removed if you have any. So the site must adequately drain water from the perimeter of the walls. And that's for new construction only. Right. So, yeah, you want to make sure that the water is sloping away from the house. So when you do have an abundance of rain or, I guess, if your swimming pool leaks, it's not going to come towards the house. Yeah, you <laughs> explaining that to your homeowner's insurance company. Oh, the pool overflowed and ran into my house and pulled up all my flooring. Well, it's funny because whenever I do um, inspections with a buyer and it's raining outside, I, you know, tell them, actually, this is the best time to do home inspections because you can see where the water is pooling, right, or puddling. And if it's sloping down towards the house, then you know there's an issue. I had to tell you, when we first moved out here to California in 2005, we had never owned a pool. And that first rain, we weren't here for just a few weeks, and it started raining. And good Lord, I didn't think it was ever going to stop raining. I called my mother, and I was like, what in tarnation? Where did I move to? It just never stops raining. (laughs) Did your swimming pool overflow? Well... Negative Ghost Rider. It did not. And I'm going to tell you why. Well, two reasons why it didn't. <laughs> Reason one being is because I had my kids and we're out there with buckets out there carrying buckets and buckets of water out and dumping it out the street. Why don't you just use Our, the pump? Because we didn't know. We didn't know that there was like an automatic. Where did you come from? And when it, we never had a pool. Where? In Nashville? Pools aren't as common there. Well, and rain's we, not common there? The pool. We didn't know, Tina. Oh. We'd never had a pool. Not a lot of people in Nashville have pools. Really? It doesn't get hot there. It does get hot, but it's just not a lot of pools. And we didn't have one, and so we're like, holy crap, it's going to come into the house. And we were out there, and our neighbors were looking at us like we were crazy. That's how people measure, actually, when it does rain a lot in the season, rain season, they tend to look at their swimming pool to see how many inches of rain we're getting. It's a good indication. So, anywho. It's fascinating. Yes, very fascinating. (laughs) So you must have an acceptable and sufficient water supply. So again, most catch of the all water. that water in your giant bucket you put outside <laughs> to catch the rainwater. Hey, you know what? You got to be self-sufficient, right? 
So some people do come up with their own little um, systems where they're going to reuse water. I've seen people have like some type of drainage coming from the um, washing machine to recycle that water and they recycle it out to the outside of the house to water the plants. So you do need to make sure that whatever water source you're on, whether it's city or you have your own well, water well, that you're getting enough water and that the water is um, at acceptable levels. So I've had properties come up in specifically up in the foothills where we've had to test the water multiple times because we're getting, you know, maybe too much of one type of chemical or algae in it. It was a little, the levels were a little too high. So they come out, they'll clean it, they'll try to get rid of whatever um, is showing up on the test results that's not acceptable. And um, we just gotta make sure we're drinking clean water. So the appraiser's gonna check that as well. And you also, you gotta make sure that you have the electricity and the water both have to be on for both the inspections and the appraisal. Yes, because even though the appraiser is not necessarily going to check everything like an inspector, they will probably maybe wanna see that the lights are on because they'll need to look at, you know, they're going to take pictures, probably the inside, a lot of them will take photographs and take measurements. But also they might just go over and flip on the sink, kitchen sink or bathroom sink to make sure that there is flowing water. Must have safe and sanitary sewage disposal. Yes. So again, that's very similar to your water supply. You want to make sure that you're testing the sewage. Um, if you're on your own septic system and make sure that it's draining the way it's supposed to and that you have plenty of um, space in your septic. You also want to make sure that you're getting that septic tank pumped. Make sure you're maintaining your septic tank because yes. you need to, you don't want a septic tank full of unmentionables well and it's you know what unfortunately it's so typical I'm finding that people don't realize that when they're buying a property that has its own septic system because you're used to the city taking care of it mm -hmm. but when you buy property where now you're responsible for your own septic they don't understand or realize because no one's told them you got to get it pumped you're telling them now Tina yes so, I mean, I've gone into situations where people have lived in a home for over 30 years and never had the septic pumped. Ugh. And that just, in the end, again, will cost a lot of money. That's really shitty. <laughs> 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 so we got to make sure that the septic is acceptable. What's and next? No evidence of pest infestation, so you don't want um, any evidence of termites. Right. So the appraiser's looking, they're just really looking to make sure that there's no dry rot probably or anything that could bring termites. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know necessarily if they're looking at other types of pest, but if they feel like it's concerning, then they'll call it out. Yeah, if you have a 
house full of wasp, then that's definitely going to be a problem. And I mentioned that because I went and showed a property once and there were wasps all in the house, swarming the house. It And I'm allergic. It was terrifying. Wow, there must have been a, a nest or something. Yeah, there was house. a nest. Um, we did not write an offer on that house because it was... It was a hot mess. Yeah. It, there's no way that thing would have passed an appraisal. One of the biggest items that an appraiser is going to be looking at is any presence of any defective conditions. So that would include things like poor construction, any leaks or decay, mold, mold, mold. So that's the worst word in our business. We never want to hear, hear the word mold. But if it is present and it's clear and obvious, the appraiser is going to call out. Mm -hmm. It's going to call attention to that. I had one newer home that I showed some buyers and we got into escrow and it was interesting because the, our inspections, it was, it was occupied, the property was occupied by tenants. The day of our inspections, we show up, the appraiser was also scheduled to be there on the same day because I think the listing agent was trying to get all of the inspections and everything done in one day so not to bother the tenants well so we're basically walking on top of each other and we're all seeing the same thing in the specifically in the garage up in the ceiling on the garage you could see this huge huge area of mold that had grown over time and it was because you know you get those up on the roof you get what are they? Um, what are those birds that poop? Pigeons. Pigeons. We get. Our pigeons. birds poop, Tina. Well, but pigeons specifically like to nest up in the in the roof of some of our homes and up in the solar panels. That's really shitty. Yeah, it was <laughs> for them. <laughs> it all comes back to my diarrhea joke. So, <laughs> so basically, the I was not surprised, but the appraiser called it out that it needed to be addressed. So mm, good. Yeah. Natural and adequate ventilation of your attics and your crawl spaces. So our appraisers are getting up into crawl spaces, taking a look, snapping a picture. Taking a little look-see. Making sure there's adequate ventilation. Foundations must be in good condition. So if there's any visual huge deep cracks in the foundation, that obviously is going to be an issue. All right. And then you also have to make sure that you have sufficient access to your attic and your crawl spaces. So if you need to get in those spaces to do some kind of repairs or if you have like a leak or something under the house, you got to make sure that you have the space under there to get in there and fix it, take care of that. Have you ever been into, have you ever shown a home where the seller has at some point over time moved the crawl space over, access to the crawl space. Mm, no. Yeah, I have. It's what, not good. What What was the purpose they of just, the... Well, to create more closet space or something. Oh. So, and in order to get up into the attic, you had to, you had maybe, you had to be like a child to squeeze through up into it because they had... You had to be fun size. Yes. It was interesting. That's not... Don't do that, people. Don't no. do that. So your roof has to be in good condition to prevent moisture, water from entering the home. 
Yes. So if they walk up and you have a shake roof, that's going to be probably an issue, especially if you have plastic or tarp over the top of it. Well, shake roofs are very hard to get insured. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, insured. And I don't think roofing companies come out and do any repairs to shake roofs. They don't even put shake roofs on anymore. No. But, you know, obviously if an appraiser walks up and you've got plastic over your roof or a tarp. You're getting a big F. A big F. Big F. You failed that test. Yes. So you'd probably need to make before before approving that, they'd probably want to re-roof. And there are specific guidelines that FHA requires when replacing a roof. So your contractor would, would know what those guidelines were, or you can probably get those from the lender. Your mechanical systems got to be protective from destructive elements. They have to be functional, durable, decent quality. So that's an important thing to take note of. Yes. Heating sources must be permanent, safe, functional, and meet local requirements. So your heating, I I would imagine that's probably your HVAC system. So I know that there are certain requirements. If now, if you replace your AC system or your heating system, you need to replace, bring the duct work up to date. Right. So maybe that's yeah, kind of what's involved. Yeah. Your electricity, and we just we mentioned this earlier, but you have to have your electricity available um, for light and any equipment that's going to be used. And no presence of any lead-based paint, and that's for anything that's pre-1978. I don't think a lot of people are even aware now if there's lead-based paint in their home, mm-hmm. yeah. especially if they didn't own it back, back you know, pre-1978, and probably a lot of homeowners that did probably aren't even aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Well, that covers... Or FHA and VA appraisal checklist. Obviously, if you have any questions about this, you can reach out to Tina or myself or your realtor. We're always happy to help address any of those questions. Sorry, we had the giggles today. No, I think that was great. (laughs) (laughs) Was it? Yes. Hey, you guys have a great week, and we'll be back next week with some more great information. Peace, love, and real estate.